Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, Justin Fields tries to clear the air. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Uh, Perloff, Justin Fields says we should stop taking his social media so seriously. Mm -hmm. He unfollowed the Bears, unfollowed the NFL, he said yesterday uh, on the St. Brown Brothers podcast, it's only because he's going on vacation. He wanted to reset the timeline. Yeah, totally. He didn't want to be <laughs> sitting there in Cabo and have a post from the NFL distract him. And so when I go on vacation in July, I don't take it personally. I unfollow all you guys on every <laughs> social media just because I don't want to think about work. So I don't want to see yeah. uh, a Maggie picture of her meal from <laughs> Cape Cod. <laughs> You guys understand, right? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Listen, unfortunately for Justin Fields, this is a very well-worn playbook that other athletes have used time and time again. This has been something that's been going on for almost a decade, which is players unfollowing their teams on social media to show that they're upset and unhappy or not so cryptic, whatever. And now he's saying, well, it really isn't all that serious. Now, the other thing about Justin Fields is he acknowledges that this is a business, right? He gets that the Bears have a decision to make with the number one overall pick. Do they trade him and draft Caleb Williams? Do they trade the number one overall pick and maybe uh, stay with Justin Fields and build around him? He says he understands it's a business, but at the same time, he says he wants it to be over. Can we hear from Justin Fields this offseason saga? He just wants it to end. It's a business. I ain't got no control over it, so whatever right. happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just want it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Yeah. Let me know if I'm staying, this and that, because I like watching film in the offseason. I like watching the offense, you feel me, seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that. Okay, well, if you do know that it's a business, and I get where he's talking about, and you can have empathy for that. You want things to be settled. You want to know where you're mm -hmm. going to be living. You want to be able to watch film, as he says, of his new team. But if you do understand this is a business, then you understand the timeline of this business and this industry. You know, you're not a rookie. You understand the rhythm of the league and the season. And we haven't even gotten to free agency yet. And this will all get sorted out in due time. He'll have plenty of time to watch film before the season kicks off in yeah. September. Not even his own film, just random film. <laughs> he just likes to watch great yeah, offenses. Merlin Olsen. Yeah, I don't even know what that meant exactly. So is he watching Chiefs film? Maybe he is trying to learn. Yeah, he's probably trying to learn things from other quarterbacks. Uh, regardless, you're right. This is just pure finances. If the NFL didn't have this, what I think is quite unfair rookie salary cap system, uh, the base <laughs> suppresses the because the veterans who control the NFLPA were like, let's keep the money to the older players and not give the. It, it's all messed up and it forces teams to move on quickly at quarterback. So that's what happened here. It has nothing. It's not really a referendum on Justin Fields himself. No, and I think another team's going to be getting a good quarterback. The thing is, is that 
are they getting a great quarterback? Right. I don't know. I don't They're know if get- Justin Fields is ever going to be a great quarterback. My question with Justin Top Fields five. has all the tools, has is an unbelievable runner, super fast, can escape any situation, has a very, very strong arm. Yep. Do coaches around the league say, oh, I can coach what he's doing wrong out of his system? Luke Getze obviously did not get it done in Chicago. Right. A little bit, there was a lot of improvement from year one to year two. But the problem with Fields is he holds on, took five sacks in his last game against the Packers. Can uh, coach help that? Kind of like Nick Sirianni and Shane Sykin did with Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts took a huge step up with those guys. Yep. Uh, so I think that maybe the right coach can make Fields into an all, uh, to a pro bowler, at least. Not well, an all-pro. Well, and the interesting part is, is one of those teams going to be the Atlanta Falcons, who passed on him the first time around and said no thanks when he was coming out of college yeah. when they held the fourth overall pick in that draft and said one with Kyle Pitts as opposed to... And they, and don't forget, the Falcons needed a quarterback at that point, right? Like Matt Ryan was really at the end. Yeah. To draft the quarterback of the future when you have a high draft pick like that would have made a ton of sense. And I don't even think Matt Ryan would have been able to, you know, to be upset with it. He would have to understand. And they didn't do it. So now with a new regime... Do you feel like you have a second bite at the apple? Do you not want to make the same, potentially the same mistake you made the first time around? If they even think it's a mistake. And then let's not forget there's a Pittsburgh Steelers angle to this thing. Are they really still in the mix? Um, Or is this all just sort of window dressing and trying to bump up the price for fields? Also, you got Seahawks, you got Commanders, you got Patriots, anybody who needs a quarterback. Uh, Raiders, Raiders could yeah. anybody who's looking to draft a quarterback could also you could almost throw Justin Fields in. He's about the same age as these guys. I know Bo Nix is turning twenty four in a couple days. He'll be the same age. Uh, by the way, Matt Ryan shockingly younger than you think. Guy. Oh, is that right? Like Richard he, Sherman? He's thirty eight now, and he hasn't played in a while. Yeah, he got old fast. But regardless, I totally agree with what you're saying, Atlanta. I think it's a new regime, and I think. I don't know if they regret not taking Justin Fields because I don't think anything was going to work under Arthur Smith, but I don't think that has any bearing on this. I just think Atlanta is the perfect marriage. Let's do this. March 12th, I believe, when free agency starts, the dominoes start to fall, and I think he's going to go to Atlanta. Let's not overthink this. It'll be exciting. It'll be good. He's indoors. What can go wrong? (laughs) Don't say that about the NFL. Plenty of things (laughs) can go wrong. Uh, At 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, we want to play a little game that we're calling Stop the Presses or Keep It Moving. EJ's going to toss us something, a headline. We'll tell you if this is worthy of our conversation or not. Okay, so let's start in Philadelphia where could Nick Sirianni actually be missing Big Dom? So according to Derek Gunn of Jacob Sports, a Big Dom who was suspended for the Drake Greenlaw situation. He was not allowed to be on the sidelines for a lot of those games to end the season. Sirianni apparently... Missed Big Dom. Uh, Big Dom's the guy who apparently uh, helps with Nick Sirianni's emotions on the sideline, keeps him kind of in line. And that in Big Dom's absence, Nick got into a ton of arguments with players and coaches, and they were discombobulated. So, stop the presses or keep it moving on this development that uh, Nick Sirianni missed Big Dom on the sidelines last year. Well, keep it moving. In the sense that I am so sick of all these random excuses for the Eagles stinking. This is the most random and dumbest one I've heard yet. <laughs> Basically, Big Dom has to babysit Nick Sirianni because he's a three-year-old. He's a Maggie's son. He's a toddler. <laughs> that This is so weak. If that's what's wrong with you, you don't deserve to be a coach in the NFL. The other thing, too, is I saw the problems. I, I was down on the Eagles way before you Big were. Dom got suspended. Sam Howell's throwing for 
450 yards and four touchdowns against your awful, awful secondary, and that doomed you from the start. Even when you were winning games, it was despite the fact that any any quarterback with any talent whatsoever could gash you because you have no talent. I, I don't. Th- I think these excuses, and there are a lot of them now. This is the, the third or fourth mysterious excuse, including our old buddy Craig Carton had some weird excuse about what happened in the locker room. Stop it! You stunk, and I don't want to hear any more dumb excuses, especially that a security guy not being there is the reason you <laughs> lost. <laughs> big Dom, the key to the season. I mean, I'll, I'll stop the presses on this one and say it's a big story to piggyback on what Perloff said. If your head coach is this unhinged. Because some security guard can't keep him in check. This dude is not long for the NFL. And he probably should have been fired this offseason anyway. That post-game or postseason press conference where he's sitting up there next to Howie Roseman was a straight-up embarrassment for everybody. Oh. General manager cutting the knees off of the head coach. What do you – he literally got asked by the member of the media, what do you do here? That's Yo, probably, that's and probably didn't a have a good problem. answer. And didn't have a good answer. That's probably a bigger problem. That's no one takes Sirianni seriously. They think Howie runs the team. I think that's a way bigger. So I understand what you're saying. I just don't think that this is not a real thing to me. Oh, I can't be. By the way, this Patriots Dynasty documentary is supposed to be Ernie Adams. I haven't seen it yet. Ernie yeah. Adams, apparently the fixer of the Patriots, does everything. His big doms are Ernie Adams. No, right. Ernie Adams is an <laughs> actual Dom football told you coach. Where to, get a, where to get a best chicken yeah. farm in the city? So this is not real to me. Get uh, you out of a parking ticket. Just another excuse for a bad season. Uh, okay, so I actually did watch the first episode of Dynasty, but we have a Patriots-related question next, DJ. Yeah, it's a new era in New England, and apparently the media will have have a lot more access to coaches on the staff. So Gerard Mayo in a press conference yesterday said that media members will now be able to access the coaching staff and that he is trying to build a much better relationship with the media and the team, saying uh, they know that our relationship with the media is very important. I think that there needs to be a good relationship between the two groups. I'll try to make myself available as much as possible. So (laughs) the new media relationship between the Patriots, their coaching staff, and the reporters. Yeah. Stop the presses or keep it moving. Keep it moving on this one. Uh, first of all, Bill Belichick has shown that as long as you win, you can do whatever you want and you can be as big of a jerk as possible as you possibly want to be. Um, I appreciate, I guess, what Gerard Mayo is trying to do here, but here's the big thing. It's not going to be your relationship with the media in terms of how nice you are. What are you going to say to the media when you have the opportunity? Because they're already messing this up. Because Gerard Mayo came out in his first press conference ever as Patriots head coach and said, we're taking a quarterback three. (laughs) And now having to walk it back because that's not his call right now. That's probably the front office's call along with him. So it doesn't matter how often, how cheery, how chipper you are with the media. You got to be careful and have to be, you know, a little more calculated on what you say to the media. Yeah, I say, what's the one that it doesn't matter? Stop the presses. No, no, no. Keep Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I mean, uh, the list of Patriots issues right now, the relationship with the media is number 1,000. You don't know who your quarterback is. And whoever that quarterback is, look who he's throwing to. Uh, there is, You could be the most media-friendly coach if your team stinks. Yep. I mean, I, I see to remember everyone loved Marty Morningwig, but when he lost in Detroit, you had no choice. The media is going to bury you. So I think winning, uh, exactly as you said, winning just masks everything and the fact that they are so unsettled on their roster and sort of the structure of the team as well it's like who's really making the decisions those are much bigger issues media may it, to me is not going to help if you if you start losing badly there i don't care how much you like Gerard Mayo the boston media is going to kill him 
Last one. Okay, so Caleb Williams expected to be the number one pick in the draft. He expected to do that apparently without an agent. So according to Mike Florio, the list of draft eligible players and their agents published by the NFL Player Association was out on Wednesday. Does not include the former USC quarterback. After sending a couple of texts, we confirmed that Williams has not hired an agent and apparently does not plan to do so. So no agent for Caleb Williams entering this draft. I Keep see it moving. Well, it's not yeah. the presses. Keep moving because of the slotting. Yeah. So you're giving up whatever percentage it is. Guys negotiate different percentages now. I just think this is something that we're seeing a lot more of because of the slotting nature of the NFL. So to me, it's not going to be a huge deal. Okay. For Caleb Williams, I'm going to say keep it moving because not just about the slotted scale, but he's going to be the number one overall pick. I do think this hurt Lamar Jackson when he was coming out of Louisville and he was not a surefire. He should have been an obvious surefire number one uh, first round pick rather. He probably should have gone number one in that draft, clearly. But he didn't have an agent, and he didn't have somebody out there playing the game for him. Now, Caleb Williams doesn't need someone playing the game. Other quarterbacks, I think, do, and other players do. You need somebody out there leaking good information about you. You need somebody spinning stories about you to try to bump up that draft slot. I don't buy that at all. (laughs) I mean, I, I don't know. You think NFL teams didn't know who Lamar Jackson was? I think it would have helped him to have an agent, someone on his behalf. I don't think he would have been the yeah. 31st overall pick. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that necessarily. I mean, Lamar Jackson was a very different prospect coming out. Yeah, Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah, I mean, he threw the ball, three-quarter arm. He was just – NFL teams did not know what was going to happen. And everyone who says, oh, my God, they, uh, how could you let him fall behind Josh Rosen? Nobody said that that week. Josh Rosen was a wonderkin five-star recruit with a a, a rocket arm. Nobody knew Josh Rosen was going to be terrible. So I'm just saying there's a lot of looking back on Lamar Jackson. That's all I'm saying. You don't think that front offices are influenced at all by the media? When it comes to quarterback, no. I think that – I think they knew – a lot about Lamar Jackson. I especially because he was around a long time. I I don't think that the agent would have pushed Lamar Jackson up. I, I honestly don't think he fell because of that. I just think teams just generally did not draft mobile quarterbacks because they didn't think they were durable enough. They just wanted pocket guys back then. I know, but Josh Allen went seven that same year. Josh Allen's six five and throws the ball over it was you, but he's a mobile quarterback, and so you, he, he went top 10. But just out of curiosity, when that draft was around, you had seen a lot of Lamar Jackson. The guy had won a Heisman. Did, did, was there anybody out there saying, oh, well, obviously Lamar is the number one quarterback? No, but it was always odd because his stats always lined up with all the other guys. The mm. completion percentage, the amount of touchdowns, his, his measurables, everything always matched up, and yet Lamar was the one who fell. I, I just I'll, mm, I don't see for, it that way this, at all. For this particular argument, I'll put it this way: I do think that front offices do get influenced by agents. I don't. I so I for someone like Caleb Williams, I don't know if it matters. He's going number one overall. For someone else, I think it does matter to have agents on your behalf. I don't know if I would agree that because he's number one, it won't matter. Because let's say Caleb Williams doesn't love Chicago. I mean, wouldn't you want an agent to advocate and say, "Hey, my guy." He's a good guy. All this complaining about whether or not he's a diva or a leader, like, that's crap. Like, to put out the narrative that, hey, like, he is the guy, and that if you're a team that's Washington or Orlando or one of the other teams, that, hey, you should trade up and get him. Wouldn't you want that out there? And, like, I mean, I'm not saying he can't do that himself, I guess, but I would think he could use that help. Yeah, but I don't think he's playing that game. If he did, if he needed to play that game where he really didn't want to go to Chicago, then you definitely need an agent. Mm. But I don't think he's playing it. I think he's going there. I think this is going to just be very status quo. Right. Yeah. To me. 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I got one for you. They say that, like, are we just, like, bored in our society? I'm not sure what leads people to do the types of things that we're going to talk about next. I don't get it. 855-212-4CBS, Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Okay. I am very, very curious as to what's coming next because you've had this somewhat mysterious tease and you won't tell me what you got. Maggie, hit me with something good right now. Yeah, so I don't understand. Are we just bored or what's going on with some of these things that end up going viral on social media? So this is the latest one. There's a guy out there who's got 400,000 followers on Instagram and every day he is posting a new video of himself Eating raw chicken. Oh, I've heard of this guy. Okay. (laughs) Why would you do this? So he's getting, his name's John. He's from Florida. He gets chicken from like a farm or something down the road. So it's um, free of all like hormones. Yeah. Or anything like that. And he dips it um, in ranch dressing. Sometimes he drinks the chicken blood. And then he swallows the uncooked chicken. He's calling it the raw meat experiment. Yep. It's gone viral. The videos have like 8 million views. And he's like eating raw raw chicken until he gets a stomach ache. So once in a while, I've gone to a restaurant and they have what they call chicken sushi or chicken sashimi. Oh, my God. That's a big thing now in gourmet restaurants. So this guy is not alone. Apparently, just like raw steak or raw fish... If it's clean chicken, which it often is not, then you're at no more risk for chicken than you are from, say, steak tartare. Do you understand that I will clean my kitchen with a hazmat suit on if I feel like yeah. any part of raw chicken has touched anything? I know. I know. a lot. Most people are like that. But I, I've seen it at gourmet restaurants. And I've, I've seen this guy, the well, raw seen, chicken guy. I've seen carpaccio, you know, you're like our steak. Steak tartare, chicken carpaccio. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What's the difference between a why is why are you fine with raw steak, steak carpaccio, or steak tuna? I'm not fine with it, but I mean, I've eaten it before. Oh, I I love it. It's the best. And you mix it up with the egg, and you put the mustard on it. Yeah, eating a raw egg, I'm not into either. I know that's how they do it in France. Like Rocky, I'm showing to that. (laughs) Yeah. No thanks. I don't even eat raw cookie dough. Oh, you know, oh, Japan, they, there. Japan, they often break a raw egg over raw fish. Or something, but sometimes they'll have the raw egg, but they'll cook it like in the ramen or something. It will actually cook. Yeah, in the hot... I've seen a lot of raw egg on raw fish. Oh, you, no, thanks. You, you, you really want to make me puke? Can we do a challenge, <laughs> a food challenge with Maggie where she has to eat raw chicken? I will not. Oh. I won't. You Wait, could, there's I'll nothing? shave an eyebrow. I will not eat raw <laughs> chicken. Nothing. Not there's chicken. nothing we could do? No, not one thing. There's no amount of money. I will not eat it. I feel like HR will get involved with that. I don't yeah. think that can get her. They got involved with peanut it? butter. That was pasteurized. <laughs> Wait, this dude can eat chicken till he, for months on end just to get Instagram followers, and you can't have one raw tiny chicken. sliver of raw chicken. I won't do idiot. it. I won't do it. You eat raw fish? I do. I, I love sushi. So Sushi's I awesome. think you got to open your mind. <laughs> I'm not eating raw chicken. Yeah, no thanks. Thank you, Bogus. The other thing about sushi, too, I mean, beyond just, obviously, the dangers of eating raw chicken, I mean, there's different fish taste differently. I can't imagine, like, all chicken raw chicken, I assume, taste the same. Taste the also, same. I've so gotten, there's, there's no advantage to doing it. I've gotten wildly sick eating sushi. That's been bad. That was the one food poisoning experience of my mm. life. 
is uh, eating sushi on St. Mark's Place in New York City. Bad idea. You know it from the first bite you took. You know, you know it immediately, and then the next 24 hours ooh. of your life are just absolute hell. I've never had that. What did you, it tasted too fishy or something? It was just like, ooh, this is weird. Then I took a second bite, and I was like, oh, wow. no. <laughs> and then I couldn't go to work the next day. It was bad. Can't even keep the Gatorade down. I got uh, yeah, that, that scares me. Yeah. Wow. I eat raw chicken at, the, at a fancy restaurant. Bizelle ordered the nicest chicken from wherever. <laughs> like a French restaurant, I would do it. Oh. So would you guys. Come oh, on. No. If it's no. on the menu. No. No, won't nope. do it. There's Never. a lot of French things I won't do. You I, might not know what you're reading. It might be we, in French. But like I would eat frog's legs. I can't do that kind what? of stuff. What? Frog's legs? They taste like chicken. Cooked <laughs> chicken. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you could I'm do not. a frog's leg? No. Who cares about that? I won't do a frog's leg. How about a snail? I've had escargot. You'll eat a snail, but you won't eat a frog's legs? What's the difference? Snails are the grossest thing in the world. No, I couldn't even dissect the frog in seventh grade. I had to sit out in the hallway. That's what I do. I, I think you're a <laughs> randomly choosing what animals you're going to eat. I, I don't think there's any rhyme yes, or reason. Yes, and that's my right. <laughs> yeah, just like you randomly choose NBA rookies to support. <laughs> but to be disgusted by frogs' legs and eat yeah. snails, when you think about that, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I eat a crab, a snail. It feels similar. A scallop. It's like yeah, they all in feel. A, in a what's shell? the difference between a crab and a frog? Because a frog leaps, it's not delicious. No, it's, something's in a shell, and something's not like a mussel, a clam, something like that. But a frog, an amphibian, I'm a fish eat is a not in a shell. Next? I just don't yes. think, I mean, I, I've never had frog legs. I'm sure people say they're good. I just don't think when I look at a frog and say, "Oh, that's appetizing." I, I don't. I don't but think of it like that. I think they're they're well cooked. I don't think they're super gross. I think they actually. I don't know if I've ever had frog's legs. Uh, what about? Alligator or something like that. Have you ever had that at a barbecue? I had it once. It was fried. It, I could have been eating a shoe. It was like a deep fried anything <laughs> yeah. that I put ranch dressing. I would never eat, though, the way that they do tailgates, like at LSU and stuff, when you play Florida and you like barbecue a gator. I could never do that. It's so good. With the head on. It's a little <sighs> gamey, but I think, oh, oh that's delicious. Oh, I, couldn't do that. I had shark at a supermarket once. Shark is not. Shark's tuna. What's nah, the difference? Nah. It's not great for the shark population. Shark, you, you're scared of shark? Oh, no, I, I'm scared of sharks. Yes, they're going to eat me. But I'm, 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 you're not trying to get revenge on it by eating it. No, it's very gamey. It's, it's, it doesn't taste good. It just it le- le- left a bad taste in my mouth. And this was back when I and was like... supermarket shark's a bad combination. Yeah, Maybe they sold it in a supermarket. No, no, no. <laughs> shark, is, shark is done well now. You can get shark. It's exactly like tuna. The two are almost interchangeable. This is ridiculous. You guys are totally red. What about rabbit? Will you eat rabbit? No. Nah. Nah. What? No. Nah. How about duck? No. Duck was served at my wedding. What's the difference between a duck and a rabbit? I, it just makes well, no sense to me. Duck, one duck, swims, duck, one duck. doesn't. <laughs> 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 if it walks like oh, a duck, yeah. quacks like a duck. It's very innocent. Okay, Ducks also walk. They don't just swim. Uh, one second. Hey, our pal Big Friendly is on the line from California. Big Friendly, you know, Perloff wasn't here on Tuesday when you shared your 49ers poem with us. Thank you again for doing that. I'm, I'm told you have something else for us today. Um, thank you, Maggie and Perloff, for taking my call. EJ, Bogish, and the Body Bilotti, great poem. I know. Did you hear that Pete, inspired by you, wrote his own Jets poem? It was awesome. And now, the reason why I called is when I put the interview on my Facebook page, I got tons of hits, and I had a lot of friends hitting me up saying, Friendly, you need to call them back and do your big game song. With them knowing sports, it's just a song of sports analogies. <laughs> okay, it's a Excuse song, me. it's a rap? Now, uh, what, what are we yes. doing? 
It's a rap. Okay. Yes, I, like I told you, I have a music background. So, Bilotti, when I was doing my poem, I kind of went into my music form. Mm. So that's why yeah. I was kind of off on my so language. So did he. On my language, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so did Bilotti, also tapping into his language and, and music background. Okay, so do you need us to, like, drop a beat for you, or you got it? Nah, I, I got it. Just okay. give me a second. I got to... Just give me a second. Okay. Uh, we'll filibuster. Here we Don't go. Don't rate me, Faso. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la. I got to get, you know, one, two, three siblings, siblings, one, two, three siblings, siblings. <laughs> All right. Here's okay, Big here Friendly go. from California doing his sports theme rap. Take it away. Big game. If I was Vegas, y'all, then you would bet it all. Like Kirby Puckett against the wall, I'm just robbing y'all. GOV, past the scheme is Roethlisberger toward like Jordan out of retirement. Got you thirsting for more. Ecstasy like Agassi when I'm sliding in shields because the swing is so sweet, they call me Will the Thrill. Kurt Gibson with no knees still still in the scene. Slice and dice like OJ and still get away clean. Who's wrong? Wow. That's it. Wow. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Now, the OJ line made me kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. I was worried hey, where my, you were going with that one. <laughs> My no. sister-in-law hates that part. Yeah, yeah. Well, Say you're talking about O.J. Howard or something. Just give <laughs> it off of that. How about O.J. Mayo missing the shot? Yeah. There we go. We were thought you might have gotten us canceled there for a second, yeah. but you brought it back I in. Apologize. Big friendly. Way to go. Yeah. Fantastic. Will Clark might actually get you kicked out of here, too. I think he's in big trouble, but that was awesome. I loved it. And that's Kirk my Gibson. sports here. Kirby Love climbing it. the wall. Oh, you had it all there. Yeah. But Gibson here's the, in the greatest knee. thing you guys overskipped. What? The Andre Agassi. I love Agassi. Shields, Brooke Shields. They Wait, were married. What if it was the line right after Agassi? There was something about ecstasy. sliding. I said, ecstasy like Agassi yeah. while I'm sliding in Shields. Yeah, right. And they were married, Brooke Shields and Andre Agassi, when he had his big comeback. And yes, now he's sir. married to Steffi Graf. Yes, I'm sorry, yes, ma'am. And now he's married to Steffi Graf. And they have like this all time sports kid who's a baseball player, not even doing yeah. tennis. That's so funny. I thought you were talking. Talking about Will Shields, the former Chiefs offensive lineman. I swear <laughs> to God. Is it all a face? Like, you guys cut me off, and I understand, but Proloff, you cut me deep today, man. <laughs> no, I loved it. That when was you great. Said, you said, no, I know, but you said that Chris Jones is probably the only D lineman that can get to Jackson and Purdy when it counts. Now, forgive me. I was at work dealing with a client. Yeah. But there's a gentleman in Los Angeles for the Maybe. Rams. Yeah, I'm 99. aware. I'm aware. He may say, okay, I'm just, I'm just saying pro No, no, no. I'm a but <laughs> I'm assuming that Aaron Donald is eventually going to retire. Maybe someday going to retire. Chris Jones is the heir apparent. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. I Actually, it's so funny. You, you, I think we think alike because I immediately thought, well, of course Aaron Donald can do that too. But Chris Jones is the next Aaron Donald, right? Is he? Yes, they're he very is. similar. No, Chris Jones is a bona fide Clydesdale stud. Not getting rid of that. But until my guy 9-9 hangs it up, he's on average, 78% double teams and about, I think, 69% triple teams. Might big, be higher, those percentages. Big friendly. What a contribution you've made to the show today. Again, thank you. This is twice in a week. We get blessed by the 49ers poem where he's taken out a division rival and it was awesome. And now we get the sports, the big game. Yeah, big friendly. Can you update this periodically too to get more references? Because I want to hear them all. <laughs> hey, listen, I do music. So if you guys like, give me two weeks. And I will give you a new rap analogy with some more up-to-date stuff. Book it. We love it. Big I Friendly. you guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. It was a great rap. That was great. Yeah. Super, uh, super talented guy. Look at all the fun people. Look at the range. The you, you got uh, Andre Agassi in there. You got Kirby Puckett in yeah. there. Kirk Gibson. L little OJ. Little OJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We really be back in. It was good. He was slicing them up like OJ. What could be like OJ is a Buffalo Bill? Uh, no, there's nothing. Yeah. There's, <laughs> not, there's no safe right, that one. You know, getting in and out of the hole. Yeah. Let's move on from that. Yeah. I, I did like yeah. he goes, OJ Mayo missing a big shot. <laughs> Good did OJ Mayo ever get to a big shot in the NBA? That guy. Oh, I was sure he was going to be the next one. You know, it's so funny. I thought OJ Mayo was going to be awesome. We've talked about this before. The people we were so wrong on. Oh, yeah. Josh Rosen, another one. Sam Darnold. OJ Mayo. Marvin Bagley, we've yeah. already admitted Marvin to Bagley that one. is the all-time draft mystery to me. How that guy <laughs> has never been any good is amazing. Like he's seven feet lefty, could shoot, and he is just soft. EJ said he couldn't shoot. That's why we should all see this yeah. coming. Anyway, big friendly, awesome. Does anyone, Pete, you want to take that on now? I'm not. No, I'm not singing. (laughs) (laughs) Jets related. There's a different rate for that. I never got to hear Pete's poem. Me neither. We we do have it, Pete. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You want to play it? Uh, the Jets have arrived, and it's time for them to take a dive. <laughs> Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are still here. Sit tight and hold my beer. <laughs> But hey, Aaron Rodgers is saving gangrene. Instead, all we have is spots with McAfee wanting to be seen. (laughs) Far from the days of Namath, Martin, and the Sack Exchange, it's time for Woody to sell and bring about some real change. Mm. You know, it was great. It, it, It holds up. Now that we've Need heard Big joke. Friendly's <laughs> rap, it does feel like I'm missing a Kirby Puckett reference. There's some crime in there. <laughs> Listen, the Jets should be able to give you plenty of crime. Yeah. You Charles oh. Manson, something like that. <laughs> I was going to go that far. Yeah, at the end of this season, there might be some crime, I'll tell you. That. <laughs> Bilotti on Jets crime. <laughs> yeah. Kellen Winslow, second. You, you, There's people. Yeah, I think we're going to need a little more now, Bilotti. Sorry, this well, is like Matt, Justin Matt, Fields Matt, versus Matt, Caleb Matt Williams. Is coming out. It's not that you're bad. It's just Big Friendlies was was really good. Yeah, poems right now. Poems. <laughs> you were you were so good doing that Jets poem, like really off the top of the dome. I, I, the the mind needs to marinate. I need to marinate on the next topic. That's oh. true. I mean, Big Friendly said you needed two weeks. So two I think weeks. I think Pete deserves that oh, time yeah. as well. I, I need two weeks. All right, I, see you Monday. You'll probably do tomorrow. <laughs> All right, tomorrow. There we go. That's fine. Yes. Give yourself a few more days, Bilotti. All right. Monday. All right. Monday. Monday the 26th. Let's put it on the dock so we don't forget. I think you could do it tomorrow. Uh, Bogus is here with headlines. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's up? EJ might have called it the best news he's heard in years, which would mean it was better than getting this job. Notre Dame will be in the return of EA Sports College football video game. And now we know 
how the game will benefit all student-athletes. The Athletics says all 134 FBS schools will be represented in the game. Their players can now register to be in the game. They'll get $600 and a copy of the game for their name, image, likeness. Some players will get extra money hired as ambassadors to sell the game. $600? What kind of... What? Yeah. How much should they get? More than that. <laughs> They're in a video game. Well, apparently, I saw that they can. They have the opportunity to get more if they do more nil stuff with the game. Well, if they go go sell the game, uh, yeah. So and, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna give more money to the fancier players to like actually push it. But the question is, will you negotiate? Will EA Sports negotiate? If somebody goes, listen, I'm not opting in for six hundred bucks, but you're gonna want me. In the game, so give me more than that. Oh, Is that no, going to happen? No chance I am signing for $600. Wait, but uh, well, it's much more than on. that. But where do you go? <laughs> Are you yeah. a guard from Coastal Carolina exactly. or are you Jalen Milrow right. in this scenario? Uh, yeah, it obviously depends upon who you are. But if you're right. a big star in college football, I am not signing six hundred dollars. Yeah, if you're Maserati Marv, no, no you can negotiate. Nope. Not even Mazda Marv can, can take that. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> Mazda Marv gets six hundred. <laughs> Mitsubishi Marv takes five fifty. Um, uh, can I ask a question out of ignorance? How does it work with the pro leagues? Like, do they? Do they have different salary, different uh, sums for different players? I so, th- uh, sorry, yes, sorry. Go so I was gonna say because there's a union, basically the the games make the deals with the union, yeah. and the money goes to the union, which then gets to the players. Yeah. So it makes it very easy, and that's why. Same with uniform sales, jersey sales, like Tim Tebow's jersey exactly. led sales. Tim Tebow didn't get any more money than right. Tom Brady. I think college could end up heading that way because it is hard to bargain with all these different parties. I, I think college don't they have to have a union at some point to do the salaries? So. Definitely. Then they'll get into this and get more than $600 and make Bilotti happy. Trust me, selfish video game players have been begging for college football and college period to get a union so that we can have all the players in the game and not have to worry about, you know, Pete Bilotti saying, hey, I'm not playing for $600. You You know what they should do? They should have put, you know, they should put on the cover. It wouldn't make any sense. It's a football game. They should put Ed O'Bannon on the cover and be like, he's the Uh, guy. Ed O'Bannon. I'm sorry. He's like a four-letter word in my house. It's not he. What he did was great for the kids, but again, selfishly, as a video game player, he's ruined my video game experience for ten years. Well, <laughs> sorry, EJ, put it to the side. <sighs> Without him suing, that you don't, nothing's gonna happen for the player. But he, but he did it for. But it was because of him. Like right. he didn't, he didn't say, "Oh, well, I looked at it and saw some other kid was having a problem." He saw himself in the game and said, "Hey, how am I not getting paid?" Well, I mean, come on, it's all right. Yeah, you two are doing this wrong. With all due respect, you're significant others. You need to be roommates, living together, mm. just always being angry at things. Well, two it's of you ridiculous. going yeah. back and forth. The NCAA <laughs> makes one point one four billion dollars in twenty two on, on, on revenues, right? <laughs> I mean, give me a break. It's $600. No. Pete, you lost. also get a free copy of the game. Yeah. yeah okay. That's worth it. Well, I mean, <laughs> at this point, that's probably $700. The, 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 the <laughs> $600 for the game, for the salary, $700 for the game. By the way, it's ridiculous. Ed O'Bannon, also on the list of players from the West Coast we all thought were going to be awesome that yeah. did not turn out to be awesome. Let's <laughs> no, no. throw Charles O'Bannon on there, too. <laughs> I mean, O'Bannon in the game. Today. Ed O'Bannon, OJ Mayo, all these guys were naming. They're exactly the same. <laughs> I used to, I mean, he was the guy. Remember when he was in high school? Or like, oh my God, whoever gets Ed O'Bannon, and little did we know, he'd become famous for a lawsuit. No. Well, he's a good car salesman too. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh yeah. He didn't even need the money, right? He was doing yeah. for other players. Well, here's my here's an example. If you wanted to do retro teams in these games coming up in the future, try giving those retro players six hundred dollars. That's not happening. I well, think has- Johnny Manziel would take it. 
Well, I will <laughs> say the NBA for the NBA, NBA 2K has essentially been trying to do that. They they have all these retro teams. They have to pay guys certain money, and some guys just don't take it. Like Charles Barkley and Reggie Miller will not be in NBA 2K, and it drives video game players crazy because they have teams that are related to those players that it doesn't is they're, they're worth nothing because who wants to play with the Pacers without Reggie Miller right and, they give him a weird name and yeah, yeah. and Charles Barkley has been on the thing about how well you give me 10 million dollars or give the players uh uh you know um health benefits which is actually also a really great thing as well and of course NBA 2K is not doing that so that's been a problem that is will probably persist with Collins as well those Pacers teams with Ron Jones come on let's play with him <laughs> It's all right. We're all going to be living in a simulation <laughs> soon anyways. Don't worry about it. If we're not already. Yeah. Uh, some non-top 25 college hoops. The St. John's <laughs> team that Rick Pitino hates held off lowly Georgetown last night. 90-85. Their first game since Pitino basically went down the roster name by name telling us how bad each guy was. I should have never mentioned to anybody by name. I didn't mean it. I was trying to talk typical clinic talk like I do. Uh, my family... And my players, outside of breathing air, they're the most important thing in my life. That's why I'm still coaching today. Uh, he <sighs> meant it. All the things he said he meant. Oh, my God. Just the BS that falls out of this guy's mouth is, <sighs> is un- unreal. The best part about this is he goes, I should have never named names about guys who can't move laterally. Like Jokic. <laughs> Jokic can't move laterally. It's like, you just said you're not going to name names. <laughs> but also, his He's priorities, it goes... Breathing air than players. What about food and water? <laughs> what about raw chicken? Oh. Yeah, I was about to say. By the what, way, what about his family. Uh, our own Andrew Kaplan. Speaking of the guy who's gone viral because he's eating raw chicken every day uh, to his four hundred thousand Instagram followers until he gets sick. Kaplan said around one million people in the U.S. get sick every year from eating contaminated poultry. Uh, that's right. It happened to me. What about contaminated fish? Give me that number, Cap. I bet you it's huge. Well. We're talking about chicken right now. Mm-hmm. Well, my about, point is the volume of, of fish that gets eaten as raw compared to the volume of chicken. My point is it will eat raw fish and will eat raw cow. And now why is raw chicken any different? If you get the right chicken, it's just a matter of finding. <laughs> well, like fresh chicken. Like, the problem with chicken is they make them in these disgusting chicken farms. Yeah. That is a big problem. Right, but I also don't think that it's just because everything is equal because it's raw. Like, you know, humans... are different things in different... Yeah, you know, eat we, them different ways. Cooked, but humans out. evolve... Uh, eating raw fish, I mean, raw animals. That's where we come from. I mean, we are capable of eating raw meat. I do it all the time. How many times people mm. have gotten sick on cooked meat? Right. Not <laughs> raw meat? Yeah, I mean... I no, I'm know. just saying you can... I, I'm not advising that you go on Instagram and eat raw chicken every day, but humans obviously live for millions of years eat without before fire, and even when fire was here, they were able, you know, or our ancestors were able to figure it out. Yeah, but we've undergone a lot of changes since then. Yeah, like I also, evolution. I'm okay. not sure that we ate a lot of raw things. I think cook fire led to eating non-fruits and vegetables and grains and stuff So like when that. I order steak tartare, you guys are not getting any of it. No. no. You can Fine. have it. I don't, I, don't like, it. I don't want it. What, are you crazy? You guys don't like steak tartare? It's no. the Never best. tried it. Oh, it's so good. Any it other steak me. cooked, I liked. What about the seasoning, though, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> it has, has to be seasoned very well. I'm, I'm afraid, well to, I'm afraid <laughs> to ask this right now. When you're in a steak restaurant and you order filet mignon, what do you, what Oh, we've gone you through this. Yeah, medium. Medium? medium. Oh. Okay. Depends. It depends upon the place. Places cook it differently. Ugh. Their mediums are medium well, medium, medium raw. 
All I know is that Brandon Nimmo missed a week of spring training three years ago because he ate some bad chicken and threw off the whole beginning of a season. Might want to try it this year, too, because it's not going to be any good. <laughs> Throw some raw chicken at the Braves. See what happens. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Start Kuni, serving it this. to all of your, your competitors. Would you, guys, just you have? would you ever eat a live animal? Obviously, this is no. no. Wait, that's, a new, that's a big thing now. Live animal? Yeah, th- I can't what remember. What are you watching, <laughs> In Japan. <laughs> Kangaroo? <laughs> I can't ca- remember you what. You got to catch it first. <laughs> gotta tackle it take a bite out of it no it's uh what is it that's people big eat now squid and little squid octopus or little fish octopi. things that are still moving i know people eat um, goldfish i know somebody eat does roadkill. that i know that's the thing oh my god that is a thing that is <laughs> a thing roadkill yes oh, where no they, they particularly like roadkill where they i don't know if they cook it that i didn't go that far in it and that was just something that was told to me I How could know. you not cook it? Okay. You're gonna I don't eat know. a what, a dead possum? Yeah, but they don't want they don't wanna go actually hunt like deer or possum. They actually wanna eat it that's been that's been run over. I, I don't know I'd, I don't know what it is about. I'd but rather, that's the thing. Oh, I'd rather eat raw chicken than eat a dead possum off the road. Yeah, well, I mean we don't actually eat possum. Not, I'm just saying. Unless you're living oh, in the but back that's not the possum. Again, people eat deer. Okay, I got one. Do you guys know I'm reading oysters are still alive most times when there's still life in them and we all pay uh, an arm and a leg to get oysters. Who doesn't yeah. love oysters? Oysters are great. You I could... said anything in a shell, I'll eat. Okay. Oh, the shell. Oh, the shell. It's like a little. The shell protects it from. It's like a little house. <laughs> but, but you eat raw fish that doesn't have a shell. And I grab it out of its house and I eat it. Yeah, but you won't eat a raw raw fish that doesn't have a shell. Uh, no. But again, I guess I think I'm you're just... being totally arbitrary. I'm being yes. I'm being cultural norms here. I can't get past eating raw chicken. That's well, so gross to me. But when you sit back and you think about eating an oyster, I mean that's. That's not aesthetically pleasing. No, just down the hatch. Uh, but they're never. the best. I don't eat. I don't eat oysters. I'm not a seafood person. Mm. <laughs> what are you? Well done. Big question. Well seasoned steak person. Definitely not eating roadkill. Away. What are you? Might need to be your first book. <laughs> are you a roadkill person? <laughs> That's my first book. An unauthorized biography of people. I. What are you? <laughs> At the same time. Oh, competing <laughs> New York Times bestsellers. Oh, Bogish, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Wow. Uh, coming up, we check in on one of our favorite superstars. Don't move, Maggie and Perloff. Back on Maggie and Perloff. Real quick, Pete, there's uh, eight. I have a list of eight animals that are often eaten live around the world. One of the animals that uh, people eat live is octopus. You cut it into pieces and everyone eats it. Apparently, the only downside is a choking hazard that kills around six people annually. The live octopus wriggling around in your throat closes it off. Is <laughs> this definitely ex- happening to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, That's this a is a South Korean thing. Office. It's called Sanakiji, and it kills six people a year from order. That is a that's a tough way to go. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that the mere death rate would prevent people from doing this in the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it has a little asterisk. Usually it's like, has gluten, but instead it's like, <laughs> could kill you. Could be, it's still alive. It could strangle you. Um, yeah, that's bad. By the way, uh, Andrew Kaplan is on to you, Perloff. He understands why you're talking about eating all these unique animals. Yeah. He says Perloff's trying to get someone to eat your turtle. No, I've thought about it. If <laughs> Hermes. Uh, post-apocalyptically, say there's no power, we're obviously going to have to eat Hermes. That's a given. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How but dare you? It's What if there's pet. no heat source and we have to eat raw Hermes? You've never thought about eating some of your pets in the post-apocalypse? Absolutely not. Nope. You can't eat your pet. Your pet's got to go with you. you got to save the pet at all costs. Love you, Lita. You're not going anywhere. But dogs have personalities. Hermes isn't even going to know what's happening. You had to rush home from vacation to feed Hermes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I love him. Don't get me wrong, but... 
Have you ever had, by the <laughs> way, that, that's another animal. as you eat them, like, oh, <laughs> Hermes, I love you. <laughs> <I'll> jump, jump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that, do you see that from The Simpsons when Homer raises a lobster from, from birth yes, and then has yes, to eat yes. them? Definitely. <laughs> yes, I definitely did. Thank Pete, you. would you eat uh, tortoise soup or, or turtle no. soup? It's amazing. No, no I am not eating any of this stuff. Uh, let's get to our new segment. He is the most amazing man in baseball. Here is what Shohei Otani did today. We are going to be checking in on Shohei Otani as necessary. Uh, <laughs> we did not run this one by Pete. No, come on. <laughs> uh, Shohei Otani will be ready for opening day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> really? We're going to have an update on him every day? Yep. <laughs> oh, Dude, reminder. I had to sit through Aaron Rodgers for six months. You're going to have to sit through show it. Well, it wasn't pl- a puzzle for anybody. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get, we didn't get joy out of that either. I poem on it. <laughs> Meanwhile, yes, Shohei Tani will be ready for opening day. According to him, he wants to take 50 at-bats in spring training, uh, but not all of them have to come in games. It could be simulated games. It could be some live BP. He's going to get the 50 ABs in. He's going to be ready for when Pete's second favorite thing happens, <laughs> which is them opening the season in South Korea. So, 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 so it's like his contract. He's spreading out his at-bats. Yeah, he's spreading out the at-bats in spring training. <laughs> and uh, he'll be DHing, and he's going to be ready to go. So that's your Shohei Otani update for today. Right. Um, another baseball update. Apparently, they've lost power right now at the Philadelphia Phillies complex, and a bird has pooped on Aaron Nola's shoulder. Mm. Good luck right there. That's good. That's good. That's what I said to Maggie. Yeah. yeah, it's great. Especially for a pitcher. I don't know if it's on the pitching shoulder. The bird poops right on the shoulder on photo day. I smell another World Series loss. <laughs> I remember leaving a high school game or a middle school game, and I saw a teammate get bird poop just right on his head, right walking right next to me. I mean, if this was Perloff, he would then eat the bird. <laughs> Live <laughs> and raw. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Pete Pilati, Andrew Bogish, Andrew Kaplan, Widows Coffee Drinkers. See you tomorrow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.